Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Chris. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I feel like we should probably just go ahead and record that at one point and just like stick with it and just copy and paste it. How dare you? You're messing with my workflow. Yeah, okay, it's, never it's mind. fun when you mess up and <sighs> I get frustrated. God, okay. so yeah. Jesus. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Stringjoy, makers of String and Joy. Sound better, play better. Go check out Stringjoy and order something because that reminds me, I need to order some strings because I broke a string and I don't have any backup sets right now. And I can't just run to my nearest retailer and get Stringjoy strings right now. So I'm going to have to order them online at stringjoy.com. You go in there, you pick some stuff you want, put in your credit card or PayPal information. And they send it to you. It's that simple. Why are you making this more complicated than it has to be? Go buy Stringjoy. That's our new ad. It's just very like. Why are you making this difficult? Just buy Stringjoy. (laughs) Why are you making this harder than it has to be? Just go give them your money. Stop being difficult. Now they'll work for it. It's it's how it works. Hashtag capitalism. FTW. Yeah, Kyle. We can hear you listening right now. We know you're not playing Stringjoy. Freaking Kyle. Damn it, Kyle. Damn it, Kyle. What about Chad? Ooh, I've never met a Chad that I've really, really liked. That's all I'm saying. Same. <laughs> uh are we are we are we referring to Chads in the pejorative sense or an actual literal Chad? Both. We're we're talking about Chads from the two thousand election that cost Al Gore everything. Yeah. The hanging Chads. All right. <laughs> oh whoa, no we can't talk about that anymore anyway moving on <laughs> so what's new with you scott i have nothing new in wow 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 <laughs> throwing a wow check ch- uh, <laughs> clip there so wow but like overlaid 50 times a, a, a wow. millisecond off Wow! I still think wow. one of the best ones of that, and I'm I'm not a big fan of this style of meme because it just gets done to death. But when the whoever sim simmed in um, bulls on parade with Owen Wilson, wow! Oh, yes. Wow! 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 <laughs> yeah, I remember this. Well, I feel like anytime you meme Rage Against the Machine, it's fantastic because it's not like. It's not like you, you're you, just everyone likes making fun of Rage Against the Machine. It's just whenever it's done, it's usually hilarious. Or not. Thanks for agreeing with me, guys. I appreciate it. <laughs> you're welcome. sitting over here. I'm just agreeing in okay. silence, Diaz, so you feel weird. Well, that's great. Well, you didn't get anything new this week. Chris, what did you get new? <laughs> oh, yield your time, sir. I yield the I, uh, remainder of my time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I got a uh, BK Butler. I think it's the it's in cursive, so it's yeah, hard yeah. to read. That's from a BK Butler uh, tube driver and the amp. But uh, yeah, with, so I have no idea what this is. Okay, they have the so they have the pedal, and it's really popular due to the fact that Eric Johnson uses one. Oh, it does. Ooh. Wait, is yeah. this did did Love Pedal 
take this over? Uh, Love Pedal probably copied it. Oh, sorry, that's what there's they the do. Dover Drive. That's the one that Love Pedal that's, does. That's the copy of that, and the, the yeah. reason why is because Cliffs of Dover, Eric Johnson. Yeah, yeah so like they've got the, the pedal, the rack unit, and I completely forgot there was an amp until I saw it in a thrift store for 25 bucks. But, but that's like a that's does you did you open it up and see if it has tubes inside of it? Uh, it does because I think it's like a tube preamp. Preamp. Um, but I haven't gotten around to opening it yet because I haven't had a lot of space and I was waiting on contact cleaner to get here because yeah. there's sound will go through it. It's just the input, like anything going into the input, won't go through the rest of the amp. Do you have a multimeter? Uh, somewhere. Mm. It's probably in storage. Without. Th- the amp plugged in <laughs> uh you could probe around to double check like go from contact trace to contract trace making sure those are working oh, that's true yeah yeah so that's probably gonna be on my to-do list for today after we get off and or sometime hopefully before the episode drops um so hopefully we might have an update by drop day um i also picked up a casio ct360 from a thrift shop so i saw that uh-huh. and so that's like an old casio keyboard and you said you had to get batteries does it not take a barrel plug it does take a barrel plug it's either a barrel or like a quarter or eighth inch i think it's a barrel though but i don't have anything that'll probably fit it because if i remember right because my dad used to have an old casio thing and it was some weird like 12 volts like how, how many positive. batteries does it take like 6d batteries <laughs> that's I, nine so, volts so yeah uh here's the th- how's it okay never mind is there like 1.5 a piece 1.5 okay so here's the thing though chris um just having to talk with you about this as a uh soon to be middle-aged white male um aspiring middle-aged white male an aspiring middle-aged white male you do have to start collecting random power supplies but never throwing them away i already have a crap i'm middle-aged listen listen i've got no joke anytime i find something that i can't find the power supply to i've got and the problem is is they're all tangled up (laughs) and like i've got a giant (laughs) bird's nest ball of power supplies and i'll just grab ends and start plugging them and if i get to find one that has the right barrel size then i check to see if the power supply is correct when when you have a box full of expired or out of out of date um like av equipment cords oh yeah yeah oh my gosh why there's some reason why i still cannot throw away rca cables I mean, sometimes you just I'm randomly still come up that you eat them. Oh, I've used them for like, I've got, I've got a VHS player because Seriously? there's some movies that are just better. Yeah. There's some movies that are just better on VHS. I've got a jingle all the way with uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sinbad on VHS because my mom took it away because she yelled at me and I quote, I'm tired of you watching this stupid movie. It's July. I never <laughs> saw it again. <laughs> it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's, it's, so I bought it. I bought it and I sent a picture of it to her. I said, you can't tell me how to live my life anymore. <laughs> like, and then, no then joke. Then he cuddled with the Ernest doll. And uh, <laughs> hold on. Uh... So we just moved my desk back into my bedroom and i've got it's a huge desk like this it's insane how big this desk is it takes up half of a wall and the only thing that was on it whenever i walked in because we they moved it when i was at work because i worked 70 hours this week 
was the Ernest doll. And I was like, okay, they know what's up. Nice. I'm thinking about hooking up a second computer monitor. Might be a good idea. It's nice. You get used I to can, it. I can use it to like look at the next ad instead of having to click really fast. Because I didn't get anything new this week, so we're going to start talking about some gear news. That's our transition. That was a 5 out of 10. Stumbled okay. a little bit. I did. Well, I have a speech impediment, so if you want to make fun of people for that, that's fine, Chris. I do, too. Um, what's that? I have a speech impediment. Yes, so do I. Every time I talk, shit comes out. <laughs> that's awesome. no, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I do get a stutter. So Bebo brings powerful modular synthesis to your pedal board. Uh, this is an interesting pedal because... It's it's like almost a little Android computer is what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, so we talked about so this is from PolyFX, and so we talked about earlier in the year their EQ pedal, the Digit, or Did was we? that Reverb and Delay? They had an EQ come out this year. I didn't just they? clicked on it. It's Reverb and Delay. Yeah. Um, so this is a new form factor, which arguably um, this is kind of where I see effects headed. Yeah, like mini computers, like not just like oh, only the parameters we want. Can yeah, you? But, I wonder if you much more capable this? of actually having like this is the new UI. Of, yeah, of pedals where it's you know like if you if you go to like the Chase Bliss right was where it was like this is how far we can stretch a, an analog effect, right? And so you have all the dip switches and all the knobs. This takes that away and goes to a touch screen. Yeah, and it's a smaller form factor than the Strymon Big Box as well and it allows way more controls in it so this is sort of that next evolution uh, of pedals and i can easily see one other people picking this up but, oh yeah i Isn't mean this touchscreen too it is touchscreen that's yeah. that's its primary interface and so i that's, could get behind this 100 i think so what was one of the first touchscreen things you remember because my mine is like the head rush head rush is like the primary one i think of Okay. Yes. I didn't know if there's anyone else out there that I wasn't like giving credit to, but this the the main thing is that I I'm mean, concerned about. Yeah, touchscreen has been in like studio gear for a while. Like my old yeah. my Euphonics thing has a touchscreen, but it's not like the good kind of touchscreen, like iPhone style touchscreen. Right. Got to like really dig into it to yeah. push a button. Yeah. Um. But th the thing I'm worried about is how much uh, space are we taking up? for this ui and if we are taking up too much is it going to give you bad sound like kind of like the head rush that's my main issue with the head rush is the sound quality is not great like the ui is fantastic it's awesome but the sound quality is mutt. well I, I would blame that more on the fact that head rush is using 10 year old algorithms already okay yeah because this is that was what the amp 11 stuff yeah, the 11 or, stuff yeah 11 yeah so uh so this is this one brings that form factor to modulation effects which is a fun area to do crazy routing cascading things and so you can actually have um there is I, i'm trying to use the right terminology here but like visual programming effectively mm -hmm. where you, you use blocks and you connect them with a line and so you can right. kind of route your signal that way with virtual blocks. So it's actually kind of similar to in that way. Um, the Helix. I was thinking the Zoya. The who? Is that the people who make the 
cookies and the crackers and all that? No, the Zoya was uh was it Empress? Why am I no blanking clue, on this? Dude. I have no idea. I think you had a dream and and now that's like I'm not yeah, it's Empress Zoya. <clears throat> have you looked at this? This is like that fully like yeah. you program any effect you want out of it. Um and it's just a series of buttons. Oh, this is confusing. I don't know what I'm looking at. Z O I A. Oh Empress. yeah, it looks like a sequencer. Yeah, it looks like a sequencer, but it's not. Um, oh, I just thought it was a sequencer. No, huh? this was like this can do anything you want it to do. So like people were like, oh, I'm gonna make a fuzz out of this, or oh, hey, I'm gonna make a delay out of this. Um, this is kind of making this to me in a much more usable format. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, what really matters on this is, well, there, there's a few things that really matter here. One, how good does the touchscreen actually respond? Um, two, how easy is it to mess it up? Right. I mean, that's that's a big concern if your foot hits that. Yep. And, I mean, even then, I wonder if the uh, foot switches are connected directly. If one of those was to fall through or something, how much it would just destroy? Oh, uh, I mean, it might be on a daughter board, but it's not going to be connected to the screen. It shouldn't. Okay. I would hope not. And I mean, they can make it out of plastic instead of um, glass, so it's not as yeah. brittle. Like that's but, that's just but, that's something Apple chooses to do is make their touchscreens out of glass. That's not a mandatory thing. I know, but if is it going to be as responsive if it's not made out of glass? Or are we just programmed to think glass responds better? Um, it's just a substrate. It's not actually part of the mechanism. But yeah, I can I can okay. I, I get what you're saying. Like. We, we often break a lot of the older touchscreens that weren't glass because we were pressing too hard on them and we'd stretch them out and bust them. Mm -hmm. So I, I do worry about longevity with this. Um, I don't think this is the kind of pedal you just throw in your, your duffel bag full of effects but in that stage, the, but you're also yeah. $400 um, effects pedals. You're probably in pedal board territory at that point. I'd hope. Yeah. Um, particle noise, granular cloud. Yeah, there's some there's really cool, cool sounds in here. It's yeah, it looks very interesting. And the cool thing is, you're going to be able to update this because I'm assuming it connects via USB of yep. some sort. And I'm sure that they'll this will be really cool because it's much easier just to do like a software update than it is to like have to buy a whole new pedal. Yeah. Hopefully, they made it kind of like the Kemper where there's a lot of room for expansion. Yeah, uh, I, does this have Bluetooth as well? I'm trying to remember. Everyone has Bluetooth now. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's not coming up when I search the page. Okay. Uh, okay, so here's the other really fun part about this. Um, so they also have the digit. And... Like a lot of these digital effects platforms, the innards are literally the same thing. Okay. And so this one can actually freely swap between the Digit and the Bebo firmware. Oh, nice. So if you buy one, you've got both, I think. They might charge you for the other firmware or something like that, but yeah. um, essentially, you know, it, you, they're selling you the computer, you do with it what you want, and they'll give you programming for it, which is... A unique way to look at that. I know a lot of people complain, like, like uh, you open up a Strymon and it 
the timeline and the big sky are like the same thing inside. So. Yep. All right. So let's talk about the next product, which is the Electroharmonix 1440 stereo looper offering 24 minutes of recording time, unlimited overdubbing, built-in effects and more. So it sits between the 720. To be honest, I did too. That's why I was wondering why it was on here. When was this? Oh, it's half. There's the the 22500 dual stereo. Yeah. So this is just kind of like the mini version of it. Right. Cool. How much does it cost? Um, probably 150. I'd assume somewhere around that. 221. Oh, never mind. (laughs) Well, it's got built-in effects and stuff. I guess I don't know. How much does the bigger one cost? The bigger. The 2250 or the 720. The 720 is the most popular one. That's the that was like the workhorse from what uh, I understand. That was from like 2015. 22500 is 270 states. Hmm. Yeah. So not that know. much of a discount. About 185 for the 720. Oh, okay. I would go. This seems like the better deal, the 1440, because it's like somewhere in between them. But I mean, it's EHX pretty much putting out something that they've already put out, but slightly different. It seems like they're coming out. They're doing like doing the Fender thing. They fill out the gaps. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, this looks really awesome. It's like, oh yeah, we've seen that before. Kind of like we're going to be talking about here in a little bit. But let's talk about something that we haven't seen before, which is the Pulse by Donner Prince Electronics, handmade in Croatia. That's pretty cool. Nice. Yeah, we're seeing more and more um, Eastern European countries entering the pedal game these days, which is pretty cool. Yeah, so this is, I'm guessing, uh, this is a revolving cabinet, so pretty much like a Leslie. Yeah. Um, You've got a lot of, you got a fast, slow click, on, off, foot switch. I mean, I wonder what the inertia does. I think that's the rate of change between the fast and slow modes when you hit the brake. Okay. Yeah, this is like, I, I think this is really cool though. I mean, it's nothing completely innovative, but it is, like you said, it's nice to see some of these countries that you're not used to hearing about gear coming from, Croatia being one of them. They're starting to put stuff out. I mean, it seems like a lot of the items used to build pedals is becoming more and more. Uh, readily available to people thank you internet and amazon and all other shippers so (laughs) this is 340 dollars how much is it in croatian money i assume they're on the euro so probably somewhere between 250 and 300 dollars um that's kind of expensive I wonder if that's due to exchange rates and uh, tariffs and yeah stuff like that. I I'm just simply putting this has to be incredible to justify that price point. Um, it's got uh, it does have stereo out. It looks like or is it mono out? Stereo. No, out. there's there's stereo out. Um, which is pretty awesome. I feel like using a Leslie style or like a amp like a speaker spinning speaker simulator that's mono doesn't do as much as it could if you're doing stereo out 
Let's see an external in. I'm guessing external tap in, maybe. Or maybe a um, expression pedal. So it's only like $60 more than Fender's uh, rotary speaker emulator. Fender's cost yeah. that much too? Wow. It's $269.99. Wow. Because I, I think of spinning speaker as a cheap effect in my head. Maybe that's because it gets used horribly sometimes. Maybe. No, I'd say more or less because it's, uh, I think spinning speaker and tremolo get kind of blended together in people's minds. And most tremolos are pretty cheap. Okay, so the... In the idea of it, like it's really kind of a basic effect, you know? Right. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you guys are talking to a guy who spent $300 on a tremolo. So, um, oh, but that was a Chase Bliss, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it, is it the Gravitas, the, yep. the trim? Yeah. I didn't actually spend 300 bucks on it. I don't remember how much I spent, but you know, I'm willing to spend that on tremolo for some reason, but what I, I don't know why in my head, other than like that Dan Electro is like 40 bucks. You oh, know, so, well, the actual Leslie branded pedal is 330. I just want an actual spinning speaker. Actually, you know what? I don't even need that. Just give I mean, me an office chair. <laughs> you know, just do it, <laughs> it's, a, it's an analog spinning speaker. I mean, you got a couple of kids. Just have them, you know. Hey, sit Tristan, spin, spin around in circles. <laughs> Hold this. If you get dizzy, hand it to another kid. <laughs> Take turns. It's, it's all about the tone, guys. We sacrifice for the tone. Speaking um, but, yeah, of sacrificing really for the tone. Oh, well, oh, 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 is this the one about the sacrificial lamb? I'm just kidding. Plan. No, but Blackstar has announced a 6L6 equipped version of the HT Club 40 Mark II. <laughs> okay, yay, it's got different I, tubes. I, I feel like we talk about a new version of the a Blackstar 40-watt amp every other week. Probably. Yeah, you, you want to know why? Because I want to... Let's find something innovative to talk about. Speaking of, okay, so good job on you, Blackstar. We're happy for you. Speaking of innovative, though, Plextrum is a new guitar pick design that uses a tongue. What the heck? But this isn't new. It's but it not. uses a tongue. So here's, I, you. Okay, go ahead and describe it. I'll, I'll weigh in with my <laughs> snarkiness in a minute. Does this, like, can you replace that piece? Is this yeah, like that's a. Yeah, that's the whole idea. That's stupid. All right, so the, I'm going to describe this because we're going to start d doing better about putting the actual like link to the article that we're talking about in the description. So hopefully you'll be able to pull that up. If not, someone message Scott and ask him or message me and I'll just throw him in there. But anywho, it's like a case that you just slide the bottom half of the pick into. It remind, It's kind of like a box cutter where you just like change out the blade you're just changing out the the end the tongue of the pick this is one of the dumbest things i've ever seen so in my i think life. the whole idea is the the tongue part is is floppy while the gripper is stiff that's what i think they're trying to do here well why don't you just make a, a guitar pick that starts thick at the top and thins itself out towards the bottom. Uh, that's, that's actually kind of hard. Like we've seen that too. Actually, you remember those yeah. picks with the hinge in the middle of them, 
and you could like vary the stiffness of the hinge based on where you kind of grab it and just kind of got that accordionness in the middle of it. Did we talk about that? Uh, no, they've been out for like 10 years. Yeah. And they sound stupid as hell. I want to say they're called flex grip picks. And so is this. This is dumb. Scott, you can tell us how much you like it since I hate it so much. No, I don't like them. Good. Yes. This is the dumbest thing ever. Like, this is pointless. I mean, are you saving money or like, it's like if you want a different thickness, just buy a different pick. Yeah, picks are cheap. You know. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna read this article really quick because it's actually pretty short. Because I want everyone to understand what they're trying to say. Plextrum is a newly designed guitar, a newly announced guitar pick, one which uses an innovative design to offer a more versatile and comfortable picking experience. Unlike a regular pick, which can't really have any features ascribed to it, the Plextrum comes with three distinct features. <sighs> All right. First of all, you you can have features on. I was gonna picks. say, have they not seen the uh, grip ones that the edge uses? There's there's the grip ones that the edge uses. There's the um Jelly the nylon. There's yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, there's body. been pick holders before too, where you just kind of get like a it's yeah. like a koozie that you put over the pick, so it does get thicker and it gets a little easier to grip. I mean, okay, we're this all young shit, and don't have arthritis, so like there is this, that aspect no, no, no. of this where like. As you get older, I think your gripping strength gets a little harder. No, uh, I can't no. confirm. Okay, I've got listen. I've got early onset carpal tunnel. Okay, I like it's been a while since I picked up guitars because I've been having flare ups. This won't change some of that. Like this is the thing that you see at Summer Nam on the sidewall. It's it's stocking. And if stuff you've been to Summer Nam, if you've been to Summer Nam, you know exactly what I'm talking about. This is right next to Klops. Okay, it's something that's solving a problem that doesn't exist. They're creating a problem to solve it. So its body, the top part of the pick, is far thicker than a regular pickup. It says pickup, meaning a more comfortable gripping experience for extended periods of time. It's almost like no one's ever been able to play guitar for long periods of time. Someone's not Pentecostal. <laughs> I'm, I'm just tongue, seeing those like infomercials where people fumble with things. They're like, are you struggling to play guitar? <laughs> and it's, 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 it's always some like middle-aged white person that yep. doesn't know how to hold popcorn. I, I love when people just gif those moments out of things. Oh it's my gosh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the tongue sticking some ways out of the body not just any ways some ways out of the body pivots on a unique mechanism pivots? allowing for up to 20 degrees of movement i love the fucking science that's gotten into this they're oh, like they're like they're measuring how many degrees of moment finally there's a finger grip this allows for control of the tongue's angle gripping hard the plectrum functions more like a thicker pick for more precise attack and gripped looser the tongue is less pivot it says is less pivot freely this has to be translated acting more like a thin pick no it's for not full-bodied strums they the are plex- based in england i was hoping they were from like pacific northwest or like somewhere in the middle of nowhere but no okay this is that this is all bull crap because i just picked up a like a normal like this is like a free guitar pick i got from like a, a show uh, if you grip closer towards the tongue b-tronics look at that yeah. i'm getting 20 percent of move i'm getting 20 20 degree angle out of it 
There's nothing special oh. about a 20 degree angle out of a thin pick. Oh, I'm actually looking at this camera. Sorry, I forgot that we turned that you guys turned on your yeah. cameras. But the problem is at 20 degrees, I already just like permanently deformed it. So, uh, well, like, yeah, but then this is like a, also this is like a 0.6 plasticky one. Also, though, everyone knows that if you choke more up towards the tongue of the pick, you're gonna get less movement and have a thicker feeling pick. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that. That's also that's part of playing guitar. And that's why people find their guitar pick and kind of stick with it. Like I love the small jazz style closer to the 73. Like that's usually where I reign because I can grip and I know how to grip to get different styles of feel. Yeah. Yeah. We've had our discussions about how I kind of became a pick snob for a little while. Um, oh yeah. What were those ones that you had me try? The primatone. Yeah, those are nice though. Yeah, where they have the bevel so that you can uh -huh. actually take a different attack angle based on how you. Oh, you mean it. it has a feature? Yeah. <laughs> and they last forever. Um, but he well, here's the other thing about picks this: it's like have features ascribed to them. Okay. One of the adages that I heard was, "As you get better at guitar, the thicker the pick you use." Now I know that's not exactly true, and there's a bunch of people who have been using like a point six Tortex for their entire life because they don't, yeah. don't need it. But like the more articulate you tend to play, the more you actually want a stiffer pick. Oh yeah, hundred percent. And so like, I used to play like a point six nylon when I started, right? Like this big floppy Dunlop pick, and now I'm using like a one point five to a three millimeter stiff. Like this does not bend. I cannot get flex out of it. Kind of a pick that also has like just crazy rigidity where if you toss it on the on a desk it sounds like you just threw a coin um that's where i've gone and that's where you know frankly to me i think it, it sounds better and all those kind of things so why do i want some floppy crap that has a koozie on it i think also it all there's a correlation between um well no maybe there's not but i find a lot of people also like whenever you have been playing for a while uh you want more control. I think you, you you go through and you go through phases too. I mean, that's like I used to be like, oh, heavier gauge strings, and then I've moved to nine point fives, which are pretty pretty in the normal range. Mm -hmm. But I also have a lighter low E string. You know what I mean? I usually do the nine point five to forty six, not a fifty two. Yeah. Well, the the, and, the the reason a lot of us went up to thicker strings and we liked it more was because we're are, we're gripping too much. Right. And yeah. the thicker the string, the more like tuning stability you get. Exactly. Um, where like you don't over grip them as much. Whereas uh, if you play like eights, your touch matters so much. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's there's people like I've, there's so many string videos out there where like, oh, hey, we're going to set my guitar up with eights today and look how great it sounds. And it does sound great. But they, they do complain like, oh, I'm pulling sharp like crazy. So. Well, that's also, yeah, and it depends. Like, whenever, like, I've gotten a lighter grip with my left hand. I really have. And so I don't yeah. play with heavier strings because I don't feel the need to. And, and also, frets, thank you. Yeah. And also, with, like, I've got, like I said earlier, it's an onset carpal tunnel. When it comes to bending, if mm -hmm. I've got thicker strings, it, it hurts. I yep. mean, it just, it really does. And especially like whenever I was playing in church a lot and you'd play these long services and then you've got to worry about actual like fatigue. I mean, honestly, it's, 
it's just makes more sense with heavier strings. If you're having to press harder, you're going to, your fatigue is going to set in faster, but it, it just, it really depends. But this is no matter what style you play, this is stupid. Speaking of whatever style you play, this is stupid. <laughs> Fender this next... has launched the Wild Mavic Dorado from the Parallel Universe Volume 2. I think, I will say this, I think this is the most controversial looking guitar that Fender has ever put out. But why? I would say that this is, okay. It's got the, the droopy penis headstock. Yeah, so it's got a 12 it string headstock with only 6 strings. It looks ugly because of that, because there's the so much stick. space in between them. There's just, there's a lot of space in between them. I don't like that. I wish you would, I wish they would make this 12 string. Um, the body I actually do like. Do you? I feel that, I feel that it is very different. It's like a mixture of so many different bodies. It looks like I mean, a meteor that got melted. It's, <laughs> it, yeah, or it looks like they were hanging it up by the uh, strap button at the back of the body and it just kind of stretched the horn. itself out <laughs> yeah and it stretched itself out a little bit like it was hanging upside down and it kind of drooped and was heated um but yeah it's still got the like strat uh arm contour and then it's got a like i don't know how to explain uh, the bottom that might horn. be a jazz master arm contour but yeah it's no it's, it's a strat it. it's Is a it? strat it's a strat that that if you were to cut that off that is a, the that is a strat body on the top on the on that contour well jazz masters and strats have the same arm contour it's just relationship to where it is on the bridge with the bridge um sure yeah it's, it's not a telecaster cut let's just put it that way well the telecaster deluxe is the uh the upper end ones started doing uh oh, that's right i oh, know they did the belly they did the belly cut never mind they didn't do the arm contour I don't think they did the arm contour, but anywho, yeah, um, it is the headstock ruins it for me. If it wasn't for the headstock, and honestly, uh, I like a Bigsby, not on this guitar. It's too much. You don't see a lot of Bigsby's on Fenders. It's really like Telecasters, and that's it. I mean, there yeah. there was that yeah. run of Jazzmasters that had one on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I mean that that makes this guitar fairly unique, just in it in the first place that it's you know, a Bigsby equipped fender from the factory. And then uh, it's got this unique set of Tim Shaw filter trons. Yeah, I just read that they were filter Which kind of almost look like half gold foil, just kind of in how they look. I'm not saying that's how they mm -hmm. sound, but. Yeah. I like the, I mean, I like it. I wish the headstock was a, I wish it was a, like the. A big... jazz master neck on this would look fantastic. Like a yeah, bound jazz master neck with the uh, with blocks, or what the pre is it the CBS area the era the big one the seventies yeah. strat headstock, yeah, I think that would look good on this too. I mean, uh, I like the colors. I like the um, the force I green with the tort. Green. I like the force green with the tort or that gold with the tort. Sorry, mystic. So the, are they've got fire mist gold ultra burst. Mystic Pine Green. I think it looks good besides the headstock. I actually think it looks best in a burst, but that's because I like bursts. And I like burst with a torque guard. I don't like the burst on this because it makes it look like a cheap Japanese. No, I was actually thinking that too. It, it, it just, to it me, looks... it takes some of the harshness out of the bottom contours, and that's probably why I like it. 
I don't, I like the harshness of the bottom contours, right. but I would I would say that the my issue with it looks like an old like Tysco. Oh, it definitely has that Japanese Fender or that Japanese guitar era. So yeah. Yeah. All right. Speaking of offsets from Fender, uh, they, oh, dude, the, you sent this to us, and I about like wet myself. <laughs> so the master builders at the custom shop have finally taken on the Meteora, and pictures of that have released. <sighs> And this shape keeps growing on me. The I love the uh, trans color. Yeah, the trans white. See the wood grain? See the wood grain? Trans oh, white. Yeah. And then the tort with that looks amazing. Um, the block inlays on the neck. Uh, I do love the Fender logo with the scrolls. Yeah, like the Jazzmaster. Yes, this thing's beautiful, and also uh, I think. Was it Jason or one of the guys in the patron chat was mm -hmm. talking about the filter charms on this? It's that they look amazing. Yeah. Do they only do a hardtail meteora right now? Probably. Because I think a strat charm on this would be awesome. I th yeah. I could. I would want one of the. Um, I wouldn't want the classic saddle. I'd want one of the flat top saddled ones. Mm. The yeah, these are bent saddles. Two point. Yeah, I'd want the one of the two point trims. Yeah. And yeah, you could get away phenomenal. with a. Um, you could get away with a, uh, a more modern, bridge on this because of the looks. It does. It does have a modern look. Um, oh, this thing looks amazing. Wait, I I saw it and I. In lieu of the Telly style bridge on the Parallel Universe, which yeah, that's, that was a, a straight Telly pickup. They have an adjust-o-matic on the alternate reality version, so that's a mm -hmm. is that a stop tail piece or is that is that string through on the alternate reality version? No clue. All right, so hang on, Diaz. This one-of-a-kind meteora is up for grabs for eleven thousand dollars. Hey Scott. Yep. Um, if you were to pick sixteen numbers to completely protect your financial information. <laughs> And then four random numbers as a password, what hmm. would they be? Seven. Okay. Seven. Okay. Seven, seven. Okay. Oh, slow down. Seven, okay. Seven, 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 seven. Okay. <laughs> Wait, yeah. What that, I think I missed one. Um, honestly, you know what? I'm absolutely digging all the Fender styles that have the block inlays i feel that every finish should have block inlays premium vendors should have block inlays don't cheap it. I, I no i think that they should start doing the block inlays on some of the cheapos to make them look more premium i think that would also help i mean they've already passed moved past the squire stigma if they started doing some block inlays on squires mm -hmm. uh, they would go nuts i'd so my, pick up so my, squire has, uh, with squares. my my squire j base has block inlays yeah, but that's a base. Like bases will have block inlays before the actual six strings. Yep. But yeah, this oh, that's, it looks amazing. I I was so sad whenever I saw this custom shop. I didn't look at the price because I knew I'd never be able to afford it. But, but honestly, hopefully, means some of the that stuff if it's popular, like that if that makes enough news because obviously there's only one of them built. So um, right. some of these things could trickle down into a future version, which would be amazing. Did they ever make a Pelham Blue Meteora? Uh, they did a different blue because Fender doesn't do Pelham. Well, they should. They should. But speaking of blue Fenders. 
Oh, oh, they have one in Lake Placid. So, oh, but it doesn't have block. Oh, sorry, I got distracted. Distracted. Speaking of fenders, blue fenders with block in lace. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Um, I I saw this actually. Uh, someone posted. Uh, this is a the new KWS Kenny Wayne Shepherd signature Strat. So he had a signature Strat before, but this is going to be the new 2020 version, and it is a Strat in what looks like a powder blue. Uh, our transparent faded sonic blue with block inlays and on the 12th fret has the double block interesting it's an ash grain uh body because fender's kind of been backing away from ash bodies yeah back that ash up you know and um it's oh it's got the matching headstock too the painted headstock i love i love when fender does the matching painted headstock Signature on the front of the headstock on this one. Yeah, that's because it's Kenny Wayne Shepherd, and he had that amazing song "Blue on Black." <laughs> uh, is the trem like arm it. different than a normal Strat? Um, it is a. Uh, it's the flat top saddles. It's not the pennant saddles. But the arm it is for a six it. point. Oh, the arm. Uh, it looks like a sharper angle right there. Yeah. It looks like it's I would got, say yes. It's got like a. Uh, almost like, like a, a 120 degree angle on it it's yeah when most of them are slightly flat. yeah well i think the weird thing is is because a lot of the uh flat top saddle ones actually used straight trim bars mm -hmm. and it bent kind of uh it didn't bend inwards or outwards it was down and up kind of bent down a little yeah. bit so this kind of puts it where you'd have a bigsby yeah i mean it is nice that it's the six point trim with flat top saddles. Usually flat top saddles indicate two point trim. And from my experience, I could be wrong. I'm waiting for Jason Fuzzmonger to message the group after listening to the episode. Say, actually, <laughs> I'm pulling Oscar on us. But this is a very classy looking strat, but it has small differences that make it kind of its own. A big thing is definitely the matching painted headstock which is not very common on strats. Mm -mm. Custom pickups. KWS custom. Are they like one of... Can yeah. you buy those? Or is that only... I don't know yet. I mean, because this, this still has not been released. It's not supposed to start shipping out until December. Wow. Oh, well, this is way... It comes with nines from the factory. Yeah, most strats do. Most strats come with tens. I don't think so. Someone can well actually that one in the group. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's nines. Let's see. As we all Google one, that gives us our example. Yeah. What does well, an American standard strat come with? Or whatever the heck they call it now. American professional. Hold on. We're looking it up. Nine to forty-two. I'm wrong. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, boy. And they usually come with the bullets. And yeah, I'm, unfortunately. Or they used to. I don't know if they still do. I haven't bought a new fender in a while. I don't know if I've. Yeah. Uh, no. Not really. Okay. Speaking of things that I'm not going to buy for you know in a while. Well, actually, I might buy this because it's cheap. Sterling by Music Man announces the Jared Dine Stingray. Which is really weird because 
I would say he's probably one of the first like YouTube people that's had a signature. Uh, At least from well, like a Ola major England. company. Well, what who? Ola England has had the whole Solar Guitars thing, and you have Rob Chapman, uh, and you have oh uh, yeah, that's true, Chappers. And then you well, have yeah, but all yeah, the but they like models. Uh, like a lot of those are YouTubers. Well, okay, well, never mind. Fine, this is the first one from like a major builder that I know of. Uh, I mean, that was. I mean, doesn't too. doesn't Sean Pierce Johnson have a signature Epiphone? What? Yeah. What? No way. Uh, he did something with them. We should just, I could just message Sean. I can't text him. I don't have his number. You don't get uh, the square. Uh, well, I am <laughs> drinking. I'm having some twisted tea. So yeah, there, I gave you guys a square. Uh, I should reach out to Sean. Ask him to clarify that. Cause I wasn't at NAM that year. Um, yeah, I, I find it interesting. I mean, so I, I sometimes follow Jared's channel. I can't always do it because I'm not a big metal guy. And there's a lot of other stuff he does where it's just like, it's just not my thing. You know, he does a lot of just internet personality kind of stuff, which great good for him. He gets a lot of subscribers. Um, but he's a killer player. And I know he's been into the Ernie Ball thing for a while. He was playing a Majesty. Mm -hmm. um, so it's interesting to see him go to a Stingray. Um, which is, if I recall correctly, isn't it the Stingray also what, um, from Thrice, Dustin Kensrew? Doesn't he yeah, have a Stingray I've, as well? I have no clue. You'd have to ask Cody Fields on that one. Or, Blake uh, Wyland would know that one. He's I was going to say, Thrice that's guy. who, Blake Wyland, yeah. yeah. Um, he would just call them, because that's how Blake rolls. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's a, it's interesting seeing the stingray line getting some more attention and love lately. Cause I also think of a stingray as a, as a three single coil or a, an HSS configuration, mm -hmm. not a dual humbucker. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I do really like how this is laid out. Yeah. It's very nice. I love Ernie ball is honestly just like, they've been killing it. They, they're so underrated in my opinion. They're still, they should be in like the top three for guitars. Yeah. Because they've got such a wide range. They well, got, I mean, it's almost the Albert all, Lee. It's almost all artist models at the too, which is an interesting thing. Yeah, so you've got the Luke, you've got the Albert Lee, you've got the uh, Saint Vincent, um, you've got the. I mean, they had the Wolfgang. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of all the other ones. The Stingray, who's in? Uh, I think this, that was a. Sterling's the lower end of Music right. Man, correct? Yeah, it's their right. it's their foreign made ones. And then there's Sub, which I don't know, or OLP and Sub. OLP is like the cheapest of the cheapest. Yeah. And yeah, officially licensed products. That's your company name. <laughs> oh my gosh, it sounds horrible. All right. Speaking so of sounds horrible. What do you horrible, think about? Sorry, I'm gonna I'm gonna interrupt this one. Uh, no, that's fine. I think it's interesting as well that they chose to do a Sterling model instead of a full Ernie Ball model with him, which I think is kind of interesting because like YouTubers with the guitar industry, I think this is kind of one of those new on-roads of, you know, these are sort of your new guitar heroes, tends to be your actually the YouTubers. 
uh, or the Instagrammers. And so building custom guitars there can get people playing. And by making mm-hmm. it in a, a more affordable model for the, the more entry level people, I think is a really cool concept. Yeah, because my first reaction to this was like, I might actually like want to try this. It's not like, oh, it's probably going to be stupid expensive and not worth it. Well, I'll say one thing about this it being a Sterling model as well is it's closer to impulse buy territory. Mm-hmm. And because when they talk about this, I mean, he's probably going to do one video about it. But from the rest of the time, it's going to be people, him being like, I'm playing my signature Sterling guitar. Bam. That's all he's going to say about it. So then he can put a link for it or something. People go, oh, it's 250 bucks. Bam. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much it is, but like. I'm trying to find out. So it's available online only as well. So I think he's probably going to have some type of like affiliate code with it. Right. I'd bet. I'd, Ooh, there's gotta be $700. Like Six ninety nine. Yeah, Never mind at all. Well, well, I mean, it's, it's not impulse range, but it is definitely um, it's player series middle, strat. Yeah, yeah, it's middle of the road pricing. That's like a guitar that's you're not having to save up a long time for, and also you'll feel like you're getting good quality for the price. Because I've heard is some small issues with Sterling guitars, but never had seen someone like like this was the worst thing i've ever bought ever usually it's like oh i just need to change this little thing and it'll be great i mean the only company i hear about say, people saying oh this is the worst thing ever with is gibson's over a scratch so <laughs> yeah over a scratch that was yeah. the best thing you could have said with that because it's usually honestly it's gibson uh most it's, I it's usually like a piece of dust like in the finish is usually what i hear about people complaining <laughs> about gibson's on but it's almost like Gibson has someone in there actually painting each guitar. Just one guy. <laughs> yep. They're like, all right, well, Bill's taking the week off. No guitars this week, guys. But no, it's whatever. It is what it is on Gibson. But yeah, this is pretty cool. Six ninety nine is not a horrible price. It's definitely reasonably priced. But I want to talk about something horrible. And since we were talking about paint finishes, Ibanez's new AEWC10 acoustics come in some striking metallic finishes, which they shouldn't. Really? I, I, I disagree. Ugly. I actually don't like, I don't hate these. Ugly is sin. Sorry. I, Honestly, they're just ugly. I like, I like all of them. Nope. I'm not a fan of metallic. I want straight sparkle if you're going to do something. Oh, see, I really like the dark gold. Nope. But that might also have something to do with the fact that I went to Purdue, and old gold is a Purdue color. So, like, that is Purdue's color. All right. So if I put a black P on it, it could be a Purdue guitar. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get a... Yeah, I went to Purdue as well. I knew a guy who had a Purdue Les Paul. I don't know why he wanted... He spent that much money on something like that, but he did it. Welcome welcome to college mania where people go for logos of everything. But I went I went to Cornell. I'm applying to Cornell. So I'm just gonna wear this I'm just gonna wear the sweatshirt all over time. (laughs) My Cornell mug. No, uh I designed a building on Cornell's campus. Did you really? Yep years ago the latrine uh no it's their band room it's a very oh you helped with the acoustics in it yep it's a very expressive 
design that, that the architect came up with. It's very non-traditional. Um, actually, one of my buddies went to Cornell. I tease him about it. <laughs> Just seeing pictures of Andy Dwyer in the Cornell sweater. Yeah. Anyway. I went to the school of hard knocks. Take that. Okay, anyways, these are still ugly. I don't care what school you went to. I can actually see them being popular. Um, also, it's it's Ibanez's Artwood series, which is one of the best bang for the buck of horrible <coughs> acoustic guitars out there. So It is. I agree. Um, didn't they do the... Wasn't it an Artwood, the one that was like... <coughs> pardon me. It was like a natural finish, but like had a weird like vine inlay on it yeah i think we covered that uh, a couple weeks ago right well this one's old this is a real old design probably about 10 years old um, um actually about. some but of the aew series now have that like arm relief cutaway on them now so ivan has figured out how to do that too well what is it the vine of life isn't that what it's called the steve Vai thing yep <coughs> um <coughs> Sorry to- yeah, it's a popular thing to do. Um, like my Schecter has a vinyl life on it, which I thought was awesome when I was like 15 or 16 when I bought that guitar. And now I don't play it in public. Um, was that our last thing on Gear News? Yeah, we got through the list. Yeah, do, 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 do. All right, are we going to talk about a topic? We talk about we have either Diaz versus or Diesel versus Kemper or. A certain company's stupid rant. Which one do you want to cover? You Chris, got you, got, you got a dice? Um, <laughs> I can. Okay. All right. Let us know what it is and we'll decide. We'll do the um, higher half is the rant. The lower half is diesel versus Kemper. All right. So 10, 10 or above, we'll do the second topic. 10 or 9 or below, we'll do... Oh, Excuse my fancy John, new dice roller that I found. The but, AE hey. series still has a very subdued, like, vine through it. Okay. Do you have the chat open? All right, Nat 20, we're talking about the rant. Yeah. What? Oh. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right, so um, you know what, Chris, you were kind of like the one that found this, I guess. Maybe uh, I know I so- just heard about it before y'all did, so uh, or before you did. But uh, Green Child, uh, are they just called Green Child Pedals? Is that their official name? Green Child Effects. Green Child oh, yeah, Effects. Green Child Amplification. Yeah. So the owner like went on this huge rant about like supporting police and all that, and like after the first couple sentences, I just like stopped reading because it's like, okay, well, fuck you, dude, but. Well, um, it also helps that, that it was an Instagram rant with the the first photo being him flipping you off. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah. he did. Was that the same post or did he do a follow up? No, he's been doing multiple posts. Oh, has he? Yeah. All right. All right. So the first picture, um, I did see this. Uh, it says it's the guy, Mason from Green Child. Is his last name Green Child or Mason Green? Maybe. Mason Green. I, it says to all the leftist haters, we salute you with two middle fingers in the air. Hashtag Blue Lives Matter. Hashtag Second Amendment. Hashtag All Lives Matter. Um, it it's very ignorant and definitely kind of ridiculous that to think that like people who 
our like support on the left can't support the second amendment because oh. it's not black and white just because you view yourself as part of one party doesn't mean you have to agree with everything they do um which we saw that which most there's a lot of republicans who are in who are against trump but are now for trump because it's re-election time ted cruz and oh, i um, actually say the opposite is happening right now but that's no that's another oh dude ted cruz is ted cruz is hopping on trump's dick so hard i'm surprised he can walk straight um uh, I, i'd say there's a lot of people who are posturing right now anyway uh let's not get fully into the politics on this one we're not uh, we're not we're not um i was saying that i just found it kind of ignorant um also there was another post where he had his mr boost with a firearm there's been multiple ones of those yeah ready to blast that tone um hashtag second amendment hashtag know your tone guns daily guitars all lives matter okay and then he just recently posted the blue lives matter or not the blue lives matter but the thin blue line american flag um says we stand with law enforcement and uh it says that he actually uh someone said it looks like he's down about a thousand followers in in a weekend wow um He's at 12.4 thousand followers. He might have been at 13.5 or no. 13. All right. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate more than kind of stating beliefs today or opinions. I just want okay. to kind of posit a few questions. So uh, about a month and a half ago was a lot of the, the initial protesting and a lot of the political movement that went through with, um, with all this, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. um, when Blackout Tuesday happened, Mm -hmm. it seemed pretty ubiquitous i mean it, it, it at least felt that way because you know everyone's doing a coordinated event right um right. of everyone blacking out their images did did you see a lot of meltdown and fallout over that or was it fairly minimal um uh, i saw a lot of people get upset with companies that were participating mm -hmm. um and or like people who posted it was definitely interesting. I think it is very interesting that um, people are getting really upset with Green Child about this. So actually, in my opinion, while I don't agree with what he is saying on some things, I do think that it's kind of um, the fact that people are like unfollowing and acting crazy about stuff. I don't think he's really saying anything like super crazy. Uh, that, that I, I didn't see anything that was super crazy. Well, I haven't read the comments though. So just I'm talking a, about just, just just in order here. Um, his most recent one where he posts the "We stand with We stand with law enforcement" in all caps, yeah. and then uh, his his relative hashtags. Honestly, yeah. I don't think is offensive. I know I know people will find that offensive yeah but it's not really going to a, a super extreme mm -mm. but if you actually backtrack this is out of order right so the first one was oh, I him, see, I, the police officers in riot gear oh i, I just saw that one where yeah. he, he starts off immediately i'll unapologetically support our police and military cheers to the brave patriots who continue to serve our country in the face of the radical left-wing marxist commie pressure god bless the united states our constitution and the Western liberal democratic principles of law and order. So that's what that, and then he has all the hashtags. And so like, 
that's starting from a pretty that that's not just we support the police that's also a that is confrontational yeah it's confrontational and then there's the image of him giving the double flip off so i think to all the leftist haters we salute you with him flipping both off so it is it's picking a fight it's not just yeah like like i okay i i am left leaning and we, we, we've made fun of this a yeah. number of times, like on the show, you make fun of Diaz, you make fun of me. You're like, you probably voted for Clinton. And yeah, I did. Um, Wait, which Clinton? Um, the one I was old enough to vote for. I thought, I thought, I was like, <laughs> I was like now were you, were you doing mail-in ballots way back then too? You yeah, crazy. Because in 92, I was five years old. Yeah, yeah you're over here with, you're, why don't all these ballots have crayons on them i don't know put, put them in the pile <laughs> Just keep um, but anyway so like i i i i'm not a extreme marxist leftist <laughs> you know like i'm not that guy um and so I mean, there, there's just the natural bias that comes into what I see and what I feel, and I'm I'm trying to act without it. Um, but like, to, I, I read that first one of I I have when someone goes, you know what? I I like police officers. I I stand for I stand for law and order. I think can definitely have a uh, a negative connotation to it, just because it kind of it, it's like everything's a freaking trademark uh, trademark now, or like a is, is like a reflection on something in the past so when you say i stand making it a black and white issue like you you either if you if you support the police you hate black people like that's like what people have done which isn't the case because i i have a lot of friends who are in law enforcement oh i was gonna say were you about to say i have a black no no (laughs) but i do have a lot of friends who are in law enforcement and they're very good people and there's a lot of police officers that come to my job every day we don't charge our police officers for any fountain drinks or any like coffee or anything like that Mm -hmm. and it's our way of saying thank you because there's a lot of good police officers out there but Uh, also it's, it's also a way to get cops constantly in your store so you don't get robbed that's actually listen so funny thing when we i helped open a new store and the first day we had two uh local police officers sitting in our parking lot and i went outside to them and i said hey i don't know if you know this you get free coffee free fountain drinks please hang out here as much as you want to and they actually would come in and get ice cream and everything we had they had ice cream parties and stuff like that on certain days for the officers but like it's but the thing is is there's good police officers but there's also the fact that as a whole you know, we've got to change things for the better. And I mean, that's just the way it is. But like, the problem is, is we've gotten to the point where everyone's drawing lines. And I think that right now with it being like that, I think that a lot of companies should start. Um, I feel like a company shouldn't pick a fight like this. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like he could have done this in a more um, civil and non-confrontational way. Like if he would have just posted, um, we support our law enforcement, you know, uh, thank you if you're for a, your service, something, thank you for your service, 10% off for law enforcement, uh, customers, no one would say anything. I don't think anyone, uh, well, maybe, yeah, people, people will would. say something because it is so polarized right now that there are people who go that far with, with a lot the of things way. going on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and I, I can, I can name off the top of my hand, a few of the, at the top of my head, a few in the gear community that would probably go there. Yeah. But, but I'm, I'm not it, there, but, but as, but as a company, that would be something that 
I feel like you could easily then you could easily be like, hey, we're not saying, you know, that there's not a problem. We're just saying that we do support, you know, the, the good ones out there. But like, I mean, it's just it's kind of crazy. Now, I don't think that I think that Green Child has always been confrontational and this follows because um, he even made a comment, you know, uh, all publicity is good publicity. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's. I mean, he's a company. They're going to do what they got to do. Veteran, isn't he? I thought there was something I in his bio know. about serving in the navy. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 haven't, I haven't really like followed them too much. Yeah. Even though I had the Mister Boost, um, which is always on sale for ninety nine dollars. By the way, in case you didn't know, um, I mean, they've got a thirty day money back guarantee. That's pretty, pretty awesome. But anywho, yeah, like it's just I don't know. I don't know what the topic without getting like too political. So do you think companies should uh if their opinion is counter or counterculture to what's like the current trend, do you think that they should voice their opinion or be quiet or what do you think? Well, I, I would say there's companies that are counterculture already. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about how much like Satanistic <laughs> stuff is already prevalent in the gear community and that's technically counterculture right so it's i mean why do we draw the lines where we do and why do we take the stances we do like it's kind of interesting how like satanism is a and like is like a is like an artistic form of expression whereas it's or like there's always that kind of thing in like metal you know whether it's whether it's genuine or just a form of artistic expression what it is with the satanism and in, in like metal and rock music is everyone said it was satanic music so the people were just like yeah and they just like they're like yeah sure satan it scares you you know what i mean like they wanted to do it for shock value i feel like it yeah. just kind of stuck that way i mean it, it it i would i would guess that the majority of it is that i mean there is legitimate things in there too like you had like a in the 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 black metal the black swedish metal yeah, or whatever like, it there's was. like literally people burning down churches and stuff over it but no have you not seen have you oh what was and the band? Was a murder yeah no no the the guy killed himself and then the um and then the guitarist like took pictures with the body that's oh, what weird. was that what no 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 I, there's a whole movie on hulu right now it's got um rory rory culkin macaulay culkin's brother the um, one who's in succession or the other one uh he's in it's all right so the movie's called lords of chaos all right you've got to watch it it's uh this the, sounds like a darker no, place than i want to go it, it's very dark so it, they're norwegian black metal mm-hmm. and the band was called mayhem so there was a guy that was like a fan of them who wanted to get in the or like wanted to hang out with him and he wanted to become an artist he would actually burn down churches like that was the thing they did they burnt down churches for like publicity and the lead singer um faust i think was his name or var no yeah it was faust he actually uh killed himself whoa and uh apparently he took chunks of the skull and made them and made it into necklaces for the rest of the band. So he mutilated a body? Yeah, after the guy killed himself. Oh. He took pictures 
And then there's people who say he ate the brains. That's a, that's also like stuff. But the guy is, oh. yeah, no, like crazy stuff. Um, the movie is very interesting. Okay. I would suggest. It. First off, what what <laughs> what Green Child's doing and that's doing is not equivalent. <laughs> oh no, 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 I want I want to be clear about that. Saying, uh, let's, we're not let's saying Mason's like brain, yeah. but I'm saying we're talking about counterculture. Yeah. I mean, um, in like that the, exists there's in man, but. That, the counterculture and expression of your belief in culture is part of music. Um, yeah. and I don't know. Kind I mean, there, like there is like a jump song. Where do you draw the yeah, line sure. in all this? You know, of like, is it, is it when you assault somebody else? Is that where we draw the line? Because I mean, there's tons of music out there where it is agitated or violent towards another group of people that still is in pop culture. I mean, so like, uh, I don't know. People are going I to object like... to this one. If I if I say like what NWA sang about is advocated violence to police, uh, right. you know, I, I don't know I if think... that's really what that was about. But you know how like I people don't... misinterpret stuff constantly, and I, don't I know. feel like if we silence anyone's, the hard part is is we have to figure out at what point do we silence people's opinions, and then when does that turn into an actual society that uh, only like accepts conformity and doesn't accept anyone trying to be original it's tough because like he like i mean he didn't say anything that was like super like it wasn't hate filled you know what i mean it wasn't it it was it it was not advocating violence or anything like that but it i mean it was a f you to a group of people which that is, believed a certain thing yeah and also, but also extrapolates everything to say all all you know there's there's some pejorative things in there too of like everyone who is talking about black lives matter right now well he didn't directly say it but he, he called people marxists if you don't support you know marxist commies if you don't support the police which is just not true which actually is kind of crazy because in most of those marxist and commie countries that you're comparing us to they're usually police states. Mm-hmm. Wah, 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 wah. But we're not going to bring logic into that. Wait, political, um, people's political opinions are def- are actually counterintuitive at, in places in their platform? No. I think it's just, I think it's kind of crazy. I think yeah. for, I believe that on both sides, there should be, um, I think companies should kind of start reeling that back in um but activism sells i mean that's the cynical part about it unless you use kylie jenner to promote your soda but here's the thing though the people here's an i'll say this uh devil's advocate on green child what he said already is something that is believed by his target audience because i his with a company that has that belief and uh and is very vocal about it their target audience isn't any musician and their target audience is musicians who think like they do. Mm-hmm. And he is totally throwing the flag out. So I'm sure his sales might have bumped up from people who believe like he does that are like, well, I'm going to buy it just to support him. So he knows that he made the right call. It's that Chick-fil-A thing. Yeah. It's like, it's not virtue signaling in the sense of, but it's, it's you're signaling to like-minded people and saying hey i believe this way and they'll come and support you it's like trying to get a boycott so that you get support 
kind of an yes. idea is that is that what you're kind of getting at where you 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 decide to draw the line hop on one side of it and cater to only one side of a, a wedge issue right um i i mean from from my business standpoint uh, it's a bold move cotton let's see how it turns out <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like <laughs> i mean <laughs> but with the with the previous um controversy surrounding Grinchild, i believe he's already weeded a lot of those people off of his list and now he's just trimming it even more and he's finding his core audience which is uh right-leaning con um very conservative people and that i mean that's and that that is what it is because it takes all type of belief systems to make the world work um I mean, if but you scroll I, down his feed, it's like a totally normal, normal-looking yeah. Instagram feed with one it, with one picture of the USS Arizona saying "Remember, remember, remember Pearl Harbor." Again, not a very controversial statement here. Um, no. But he did do the. Um, he there was the controversy with the uh, female model. Yeah, which I'm scrolling and scrolling and not finding. Yeah, he probably ended up taking it down. Or I just haven't gotten that far back. That was actually like a year or two ago. It's it's been a while. It's been a while. Old Tim like, Yeah, it 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 just seems weird to me. Like this is a it's an out of it feels like it's an out of character moment for anybody. Oh, found the picture. Hmm. Oh yeah. Where like the girl's head is even cut off. It's just a picture of like her in a shirt with no pants on, with the pedal over covering over her privates. Uh, and there's the other picture. Yep. Yep. So I mean, it's it's been a long Listen, time. Since I did, did that. I did that picture good. I'm just saying, like uh -huh. that was a spot on replica. Yeah. By the way, that was 84 weeks ago. <sighs> wow. But like, it's what? such a normal, it's a, such a normal advertising, not sticking out, not being too weird thing, and then just to go here, and then to kind of just like. There's like four or five controversial posts here. Yeah. Um, why? Some, I think a lot of it's what he's going on. A lot of it. Yeah. Maybe he's having some sort of uh, mental uh, issues, possibly maybe mental health issues. Um, By the or way, it, taking a conservative stance does not indicate mental health issues. That's not what we're saying. No, 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 no. I, and that's I, not I'm just what trying I'm to saying. clarify. I'm not trying to correct you. I'm just trying to oh, yeah, shut yeah. that down before anyone. I definitely mean on the, on the sense of, I mean, I can't say much because I literally just deleted my Facebook app this week because of I couldn't handle some of the political stuff anymore. And maybe he is lashing out with his beliefs. I mean, who knows? And we're not many sort of medical professionals at all or mental health professionals at all. But, you know, I don't know. I think that it's just kind of uh, interesting in the sense of the way people are reacting as well. Um, there's a lot of people going on there and, I, and I'm more of the sense of if someone's starting a temper tantrum, I don't give them uh, attention. I believe that it just allows yep. for negative attention, but there's a lot of people going on there and he's feeding off of it. You can see it with his comments and it's just, I think that right now um, everyone just needs to be like really cool and just chill and just, simmer down but honestly i hope that after this election um no matter who wins because if donald trump does win i mean there's the kind of the 
positive outlook if you're leaning left that, well, he can't get elected again. Um, if he loses, there's going to be the turmoil between both sides because no one is everyone. Every political party is a sore loser when they lose. It doesn't matter what, what your stance is. And it will go through that for a little bit, but hopefully everyone just kind of chills out. They won't. But okay. It won't. I just, it's wishful thinking. I wish we would all just, everyone be really nice to each other. Yeah. I, I mean, we, the internet has definitely shown to us. We love our proxy wars about whatever we want to argue about to cover up what we're actually dealing with. Yeah. So, um, so well, on if, that if you have note, a friend that's lashing out and being crazy, you know, sometimes just sit down and go, Hey buddy, what's going, what's really going wrong? Yeah. Like, Hey man, you okay? It's it, okay to be, it's okay to not be okay. And it, it's going to take a little bit to peel that onion, but you know, yeah, cause people well, are well, I mean, ogre, ogres are like onions. They have layers, you know, and we're all ogres on the inside. I think we need to make a big bingo square when we use a Shrek analogy, because that seems to come up a lot these days. <laughs> oh my gosh, Shrek, it's the onions. You bring up the onions all the time. I'm just saying things have multiple layers, and you go to the onions thing every time. Well, okay. I mean... Actually, I brought up peel the onion this time, so that's on me. There you go. All right, well, um, if you guys want to discuss this even more, you can join our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop, and we'll be more than happy to discuss it there. If, if you don't agree next with week them, when our new sponsor, Green Child Amplification. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I mean, if I, I'll say this much, like with their opinion, like if they offered to sponsor the episode, I wouldn't like automatically shoot it down, you know, but anywho, we discuss it. Yeah, that's we would discuss it. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at the Effects Loop since you're going to be on there checking out Green File Green Child Amplifications Instagram to see what's going on. Um, you can also find our YouTube by searching for the Effects Loop. Email us at the Effects Loop at gmail.com if you have any suggestions for topics or anything. Uh, you can also join our Patreon patreoncom slash the Effects Loop. And by the way, that is spelled completely wrong in the episode script. Um, oh, it only took you one week to figure that out. Well, because usually I have this stuff memorized, but patreon.com slash the effects loop. There's different levels you can join. Every little bit helps. It's awesome. Like we had to just pay for our yearly uh, hosting fees through our the Podbean that hosts us. And uh, we were able to like pay for that using Patreon and uh, stuff like that. So keep, keep it up, guys. Proud of you. Um, streamjoy.com. You can also buy stuff from them. It's really simple. You're making it harder than it has to be. You go on there, you put stuff in the cart, enter your information, and then in three to five business days, it arrives at your house. It's really simple. Stop making it challenging. Have we so you don't have anything for merch? I, I feel like we're almost doing like the mob speak. You know, it would be a yeah. shame if something would happen. You know, you listen, make it it's more difficult than it needs to be. Oh, listen, it would be a total shame if there was a fire that came. <laughs> String joy strings are fire resistant in this exact scenario. They keep fires away from your buildings. The gabagool. <laughs> I said it back. If if there's red. If there's red sauce on it, I send it back. Uh, yeah, that was the office reference. Was that a, is that a square? I don't think uh, so. Yeah, I it think should we, be. We think we have something about the office in there. I think there's some sort of office reference square. So there you go, guys. Um, and if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, go to our Facebook group and you'll find the effects loop bingo card. 
I think there's actually like a website that you can go to that generates it randomly. Because if not, then everyone would win or lose. I was thinking about that the other day. Um, no, don't keep using the same square as everyone else is. Mm. Let's see. Is there anything else, guys? Comments, concerns, unspoken prayers. Uh, I have an unspoken prayer request. Okay. <laughs> All right. So keep that unspoken prayer in your uh, prayer chain, and we will see you guys next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Say goodbye. I did say bye. I didn't hear you. I didn't hear you say goodbye. You didn't hear me say goodbye? Yeah. Goodbye. What was that? So goodbye. Goodbye. Support our Patreon so we can now cover our uh, copyright. Uh, yeah, that's right. The sound of music has to be <laughs> common use okay. at this point. <laughs> I want to point out. Every time I hear that, I think of the Family Guy episode. <laughs> but my favorite Family Guy musical like tie-in of all time will always be on Blue Harvest whenever they play the People's Court. That's still the best ever. See you in hell, Billy Ray Cyrus. Is he even still around? Like, what happened to him after uh, Old Town Road? Uh, he, he's living the Old Town Road life and probably just still racking in money. Because I'm sure that song is still somehow making money. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard that in, like, every club we went to last year. In New Orleans, I still love I still love that It's Been a While mashup. Is that a thing? Oh, yeah, listen to Old Town Road, It's Been a While. It's actually fantastic. It makes that song very bearable. Old Town. Wait, are we still recording before I read this title? Yep. Oh, okay, I'm not reading the title. Why? This week, Chris drops an end bomb. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not <laughs> racist. I can tell you that much. It's sexist? Uh, no. It's homophobic? Uh, potentially. Mm-hmm. Anti Semitic? Uh, uh, Anti Semitic? Uh, I don't. Anti trans? So. No. I'm scared. I'm going to click on it. It's YouTube. It can't be that bad. <laughs> You'd think Famous that. last words. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to watch. Okay. Chris comes out radical. Well, the lead singer, or the guy who sings Old Town Road is gay. Oh, uh, Little Naz? Yes. Oh. That was so, like a big thing. Is he's He is openly homosexual. Okay. Well, it's Old Town Road gay version, so I'm guessing it's just the normal version. Okay. What does that have to do with Stained? I don't know. I didn't get that far. Old Town Road. It's been a while. It's been a while. Well, check my Old Town Road. You've got your camera on. I can watch the reaction. (laughs) Mr. DJ Cumberbund. Oh my gosh. I love. Yeah, it's DJ Cumberbund. I love DJ Cumberbund. He's amazing. See the one who does the mashups like. Yes. Crazy Train and September. Yes. Oh goodness.
Poly Effects just keeps doing cool stuff. Which no one said that about Poly Shore, though. Oh, burn from the 90s. Oh, by the way, I do. I found my Millie Vanilli cassette, so everything is right in the world now. All right. I mean, the fun part is you don't have to sync up the video with the cassette audio. So. <laughs> girl, you know it's girl, you know it's girl, you know it's. All right. I'm surprised no Welcome one's to... tried a Millie Vanilli since then. That we or no one's been caught doing a Millie Vanilli since then. Well, the problem is, is like. Uh, I'm trying to think who else was known for doing a Millie Vanilli. Well, like Ashley Simpson got busted when her backing track played wrong. Right, but she, and she was lip syncing, but th but that's also well standard. No, that standard is you you double the track is what you do. Oh yeah, so like if you stop singing, you still yeah. hear. The... Yeah, Mariah Carey got busted doing that too. Yeah, but that's that's a standard practice, especially on like certain live performances. It's yeah, well, just like I mean, it's so hard to get your full voice and falsetto to line up. So it totally makes sense why Mariah Carey did what she did. Right. I mean, I don't. I I think the problem with the Ashley Simpson thing was all of her fans like the people who were like upset about it don't realize how certain things work in the music industry and the fact that i mean she was sick and she couldn't change the performance date you know what i mean she just kind of was trying to make it work well she but. had um what's it called when you have a no you have a nodule in your vocal cord like she went right. through yeah which like john mayer had too and he like his voice is different as a result of it yep um i've had a friend have that happen to her <laughs> Is that why uh, all of his new music sucks? You take that back. Drone shot nope. of my yacht was the hit of 2020. 